What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome to a very shortened edition of the Wrestling Fix. I certainly appreciate you joining me. I am your host, Michael Souza. Um, I am flying solo for this one, and we wanted to take a second to just give you some updates on what's going on with the Wrestling Fix. But before we do that, um, just wanted to get a few things off my chest from the week of wrestling. Very quick, very brief, because really, it was a lot more of the same from Raw and from SmackDown. Um, we had two episodes, both from Glasgow, Scotland. First time Raw or SmackDown ever aired from that location. And I'm always weary of the uh, pre-taped episodes uh, of Raw and now of SmackDown now that it's gone live. Because typically we find that for the most part, with the exception of a few episodes that they really make big and they really make mean something, we usually get a lot of cold matches with a lot of maintenance, not a lot of storyline developments, and really kind of a mail-in effort. Now, I understand it's on foreign soil. The guys are probably tired. The guys and girls have been doing, uh, you know, circuits and tours around those areas. And, you know, you just want to have a solid episode that, that, you know, just serves its own purpose and kind of entertains us for a week. I don't buy into the fact that any of those wrestlers from a storyline narrative care about the Survivor Series matches. There shouldn't be any reason to, really. Um, We have five men facing off against another five men. We have five women, same thing, facing off against another five women. And then we have five tag teams in a 10-on-10 match. We spent probably about 50% of Raw and SmackDown combined, telling the story that basically we just need you guys and girls to get along to benefit the Raw and SmackDown teams to win for nothing. Now, if it was, say, Ring of Honor taking on New Japan, even though they have some sort of an alliance where they share talent, it would be way more interesting because they are two separate companies. Maybe it was, gosh, I don't know, CMLL versus TNA, right? We understand that it's a work. We understand the outcomes will still be booked. It's not going to be a shoot fight. But damn it, if these guys win, they are really and truly proving that they are the best brand. Raw and SmackDown belong to the WWE umbrella. And it's making me a little bit frustrated to understand that every single week our intelligence is being insulted. With WWE telling us the story that all of these foes, baby faces and heels, are going to band together for victory, that means nothing. We know that these brands don't battle with one another. We know that Raw will almost always get the higher rating, no matter what else is on television that night or on Tuesday night. And we also know that SmackDown will always be treated as the second brand. Now, it'd be pretty interesting if they can rally behind something like that. That's something we can sink our teeth into, right? If we find that AJ Styles is okay with getting along with Dean Ambrose, because damn it, he's been watching from afar in his storied 17-year career, and he was proud to get drafted to SmackDown, because damn it, it could be the better show. So you know what, Dean, we are going to get along because we're on the redheaded stepchild brand and once and for all, we're going to show Raw, the flagship, that we are better. But no, there's no backbone to the story on either show. 
we're, we're getting a storyline that just says, hey, get together because I told you so. Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, I'm Stephanie McMahon. I own your ass. And you are going to perform at your highest level because I told you so. Do you think the character of Kevin Owens would take that shit? Do you think that Seth Rollins, now the outcast, is just going to listen to Stephanie McMahon and step foot in the ring with a guy like Braun Strowman? I'm talking storyline, guys and girls here, though. So, you know, I'm just kayfabe in it, but, you know, just trying to paint the picture that when we watch wrestling, we want to suspend our disbelief. And while I couldn't have been more excited for the brand split, and there are some amazing things happening, SmackDown has been a tremendous show. There has been opportunity for other wrestlers. But when they revert back to mindless storylines in an attempt to fill gaps on shows that are probably too long for their own good, Fans like myself that have watched since I was three years old see right through the cracks. Unfortunately, I am going to keep watching. Because right now, the best thing to do for all of the fans that are complaining about a bad product, complaining about storylines, we could just tune out. But damn it, we love wrestling. We hope. We tune in every week saying, come on, give me something I can sink my teeth into. But the television product we saw on Monday and Tuesday did the exact opposite. We got cold matches and segments that lasted far too long with zero to no surprise, aside from the fact that we got Shane McMahon now on the team, on, on the team of SmackDown. We got no surprises. We got no real, true emotion from anyone. People can look at the Bill Goldberg promo when he first returned and use that as exhibit A to the WWE that if you let people go out and not have to memorize a script and be themselves or an extension of themselves, maybe we'll care a little bit more about the characters. Maybe we'll actually have more successful call-ups from NXT. Maybe ratings go up. Maybe merchandise sales go up. Maybe live events go up. Because we're truly invested in seeing people that we care about rather than seeing people that are clearly reciting lines written for them by out-of-touch creative writers with a man at the helm of Vince McMahon who I respect wholeheartedly for how successful he's been in the professional wrestling business. But the fans that he got to buy in when we were three, four, five, ten years old with giants and larger-than-life figures like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant have not changed with the times. I don't think that a company like WWE could go out of business. They just won't. They've monopolized the market. However, there is a reason why there is app development, which is not an inexpensive thing, by the way. We're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars to have, you know, bring something to the forefront like a fight app or a flow slam app. There's a reason why people 
are investing money to find niche markets within professional wrestling that just want what they fell in love with. Storyline driven, good, hardworking, professional wrestling where wins and losses matter. Ring of Honor is gaining traction. There's going to be news coming out in December where Access TV, owned by Mark Cuban, and New Japan Pro Wrestling are extending their partnership. Who knows what that brings? But there's interest. There must be ratings. There must be people tuning in. Because what we're left with after 10 o'clock on Tuesday, when we're done watching SmackDown, while it's been a good show, has been true, athletic, real, storyline-driven, professional wrestling. It's what I had to get off my chest. I don't want to be negative. I I, I don't want to complain. I'm in sales, guys. You know, I'm I, I being straight up with you. <laughs> I you know I, I have stressful weeks. You know, I'm married. I own a house. But I watch pro wrestling because for those three hours, two hours, Jesus, four and a half to five hours during a pay per view now nowadays with with the big four. I want to escape into a world where I can suspend my disbelief. Where I can watch something that makes me feel like a kid again. But also use my brain. To analyze matches. To understand ring psychology. To understand the business decisions by why WWE does some of the things they do. I go into every Monday and Tuesday night with hope that I will enjoy the episode that I watch. And more importantly, that I know, because I know the wrestlers give 100%, that the people behind the scenes are not taking us fans for granted. That they're doing everything in their power to deliver a well-thought-out, well-delivered program That allows us to sit back and enjoy ourselves. That's what I had to get off my chest. I want it to be better. I hope it gets better. And with that being said, instead of having a full-blown episode tonight, we wanted to let you guys know that you know we've had 20 episodes. And we wanted to thank you for, for, for joining us along this journey of the wrestling fix. And we are continuing. This is not the end, but the beginning. We've looked back at the 20 episodes, and we also understand that, man, there's like, geez, 100 wrestling podcasts out there. And we also know that we go about an hour. You know, you need that to cover both shows, and you know we don't want to leave anything out. So to dedicate an hour with so much other product out there with people like Wade Keller and Jim Ross and Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Taz, uh, you know, the list goes on and on of, of, of prestigious wrestling figures and journalists that, uh, that, 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 that lend their time for free podcasting to give their thoughts and opinions that, you know, are, are certainly well thought out and educated. We certainly understand and appreciate that, that you're also giving us your time. So with that being said, we wanted to kind of take a step back, really analyze what we're doing. 
and, and not just be another cookie cutter, hey, let's review Raw, hey, let's review SmackDown, hey, let's give our predictions, hey, let's answer a couple questions. We're going to shake things up a bit. We don't exactly know how yet. We have a few plans, and we're going to take this week to work the rest of it out. We're going to be back next week for episode number 21 with a new look, a new feel, a new way of doing things at the Wrestling Fix that hopefully differentiates ourselves from the pack. We want to give you something different. We want to give you something entertaining, thought-provoking, and in most importantly, an opportunity to escape and think about you know, a few other things that you enjoy to think about, like pro wrestling. Um, I don't think it rings more true <laughs> than a week that, we, that, that, that we're going through now and certainly what happened on Tuesday, no matter what side of it you were on. So until next week and moving forward, you will know where to come for your wrestling fix. Thank you so much, everybody. Really looking forward to the future and what it holds for Frank and I, but uh, certainly looking forward to speaking with you next week. Have a great week, everybody.